Welcome to the South Asian Women's Health Podcast, your place to hear the whole truth about health and well-being using integrative medicine so that you can get the tools you need to take back your health naturally starting now. I'm Dr. Priyanka Gupta, your host and naturopathic doctor. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the South Asian Women's Health Podcast. My name is Dr. Priyanka Gupta. And in this very first episode, I want to highlight something that has been foundational in terms of digestive and hormonal wellness for my patients, and that is the topic of probiotics or healthy bacteria. Now, healthy gut flora doesn't only benefit South Asian women. However, as one of the foundational elements of health, I think it's important to shed some light on the secret world of these friendly microbes and how much they actually do for us. In this day and age of health and all things wellness, you've probably heard of the term gut microbiome or intestinal flora. You've likely also heard of the term probiotics as well. You may have tried them as well. Uh, But are they actually necessary? And if so, what should you look for when buying a supplement? And moreover, do you even need a supplement? Today, I'll be discussing your gut microbiome, also known as the gut flora, how to support it, and all the benefits these tiny microorganisms provide us. A recent published study discussed how the microbiomes of our ancestors might have been important and how they actually were able to survive in new geographical areas. So when we were more nomadic, it was our microbiome when that was actually very important in warding off things like bacteria and viruses. And actually, it was the adaptive microbiome that made it possible for us to digest and detoxify new foods when we were in a new local region. So it's really our ancestors' ability to endure new diseases by microbial adaptation that facilitated human success in the range of new environments when they were you know, more nomadic and spreading across the world. Our ancestors also used fermentation of food in the time when refrigeration was not always possible. Upon consuming fermented foods, our ancestors were more able to re-inoculate themselves with beneficial bacteria. So they were really reliant on food sources for fermentation to help maintain their healthy gut flora, thereby increasing immunity and their defenses to new pathogens. So items like achar, for example, not the type that we find nowadays in Indian food stores, which actually, if you look at the label, they actually contain a lot of unhealthy oils like soybean oil. Um, But we're talking about the natural way of fermentation where vegetables such as mango and um, carrots were left in a jar, tightly sealed and left in the sun to ferment, and they actually became a superfood for the gut. So fast forward to today's era when our diets have really changed. Our diets are less in fermented foods are and also less in fiber. So researchers think that it's this rapid modernization and our dietary cha- dietary habits that have changed which have caused which are causing rather um, a progressive deterioration of the microbiome and hence this is why we're seeing various diseases that are more prevalent nowadays um, in our society so the thought that disease begins in the gut was actually an idea that was brought forth about 2,500 years ago. And it's actually now that we're understanding how important our gut is to our immune system and our health overall. About 70% of our body's immune tissue is actually 
in the gut. And this tissue is called the gut-associated lymphatic tissue. And it's actually home to a host of um, healthy bacteria or the gut microbiome. And it's actually the microbiome that's responsible for healthy immune functioning and recognizing foreign invaders. So any disruptions to the microbiome can translate into, you know, more um, uh, different types of conditions, different types of infections that are um, experienced by the, the host or the, the, the person. Um, what's fascinating is that the mother's gift or a mother's gift to her newborn is actually a healthy smattering of microbiome. So some are actually passed along through breastfeeding or skin-to-skin -skin contact, but many microbiome or many microbes are actually acquired during the passage through the birth canal. This means that if the baby is delivered by a cesarean, uh, they may miss out on va the valuable bacterial starter kit. So because a child's earliest years, they it, it's, at, it's actually at that time that we establish the composition of the gut community, um, you know, if we don't nurture the child's gut bi uh, gut microbiome or the health of their gut, we can actually see um, a correlation to higher risk of things like obesity or diabetes and allergies and asthma in adulthood. So a lot of research is still going um, ongoing in this area, but definitely the gut or the gut health during uh, the childhood or younger years definitely has an impact on the adulthood or how somebody um, you know experiences different types of uh, conditions and, and how healthy they actually are when they get into being an adult. So the bottom line is that um, health conditions may actually be linked to a compromised gut flora. So ongoing research into autoimmune conditions such as Hashimoto's thyroiditis is actually being correlated to um, healthy micro, uh, healthy gut flora um, more so than anything else. And um, so what do we do about uh, the gut flora? It appears that due to our diet in low fermented foods, supplementation is something that you might want to definitely consider. Um, and you also want to consider something like human strain of the probiotics. So there are different strains that are cultivated from different sources, such as animal, uh, animal sources, human sources. Really the best evidence we have is in um, human strains, um, such as lactobacillus, um, bifidobacterium, saccharomyces. These are types of organisms that really play in our favor um, in terms of using a probiotic supplement. So whereas before we would think that, you know, the amount may be very important, it's actually the strain of the probiotic that's actually very important when looking at supplementation. Now, one other aspect that I want to highlight is that the healthy gut microbiome is actually having a very significant effect on hormonal health. So in my practice, I see a lot of women with hormonal issues. And one of the first steps to getting hormonal levels in check is actually treating the intestinal health of a person. So a subset of the microbiome involved in estrogen metabolism called the estrobilome seems to be the key in detoxifying and balancing hormones in women. 
So after the liver has detoxified estrogen, it is put in the intestines for elimination. So we have a level of estrogen that's circulating in our body. Obviously, we have to get rid of the estrogen at some point so that we can maintain healthy levels. Um, This is actually uh, eliminated through the intestines. However, in the presence of unfriendly bacteria, the hormones become reactivated and the estrogen is then reabsorbed into the body, causing estrogen excess. Now, estrogen excess is in turn associated with a host of different symptoms, such as uh, painful periods, PMS, heavy periods as well. So it's very interesting and something that people don't think about when they think about hormonal health is looking at intestinal health and the intestinal gut flora. So this is one of the first things that I tend to talk about with women when they are uh, experiencing hormonal issues. Um, As well, fiber is a very important part of the conversation about gut microbiome. Um, Fiber is needed by the probiotics or by the healthy flora to actually grow and prosper. So these are called prebiotics and um, they are found in vegetables such as onions, garlic, artichokes, chicory, leek, asparagus. So it's not only important just to perhaps take a probiotic or you know eat fermented foods, you really want to uh, lean into a lot of uh, vegetables that provide the gut flora with enough um, nutrients and the sustenance they need to kind of survive. So um, the bottom line really is that probiotics uh, provide a multitude of benefits, not only to digestive wellness, but as well um, hormonal health. So when it comes to probiotics, again, the bottom line is not necessarily looking at the dosage, but the type of bacteria that um, will be best suited to to you. Um, And generally speaking, research has shown that uh, human strains are the best compatible with our bodies. And that's what you really want to look for. You always want to talk to a healthcare professional who really knows your um, history, your background, or and the things that you're experiencing to be able to suggest the right type of probiotic for you. So all in all, um, probiotics are super important for various aspects of your health and well-being. I think they are one of the foundational um, elements to being healthy, along with you know maybe a multivitamin and vitamin D, which we'll definitely talk about in different in uh, various episodes coming up. But um, for now, I want to leave you with a thought that um, take care of your gut so that you are healthy and you are free of a lot of other symptoms that you may be experiencing currently.